Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Bet Online, our exclusive wagering partner. Bet Online, of course, where you get all your action on NFL football, NBA basketball, and Bet Online AG is the place you want to go. More options to wager than anywhere else online. So, online today, take advantage of all the great midseason bonuses, offers, and contests. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to betonline.ag. Once again, betonline.ag, code CLNS50 to get you 50% off your initial deposit. Going to uh, go out teams at this point? Like, like what you know, Jimmy Toscano's here. Of course, I am Josue Pavone, CLNS Media. It's the post-game show, and, you know, the Celtics blowing out teams by 30 points. I mean, I can get used to this. I mean, regardless if it's summer league or not, I mean, at the end of the day, we're talking about a Celtics team that has found its stride. It's, you know, compared to other teams, because in this summer league, it's more about point differential. So this team, the Celtics, if they, especially if they uh, top this perfect record with another win this weekend, we're talking about a Celtics team going for the title here. Summer, Summer League 2021 title. Jimmy Toscano, how do you feel about that? Because if you ask me, that's the best case scenario in this summer, right? The summer Celtics are an absolute wagon, okay? Somebody <laughs> tweeted this to me. I'm having more fun watching this team than I had for the entire all of last season, watching the actual Celtics. This is uh, You this didn't is... expect this. You didn't expect this, Jimmy. Be honest. You didn't no, I did this. not expect this, especially after the first game. I was like, oh, Jesus, here we go again. But no, listen, the way they came out today, uh, again, you know, a little bit more of the same than what we saw in game two. A lot of Pritchard doing good things. A lot of Neesmith doing good things. He had some help from a couple of um, unlikely players. Uh, Hauser, uh, Begarin. I don't know how we're saying his name, but I'll try to get fancy with it. Um, That's good enough. Yeah, and um, <laughs> it's just been fun to watch these guys. It looks it, they, the, the players that I listed, Pritchard and Neesmith, they look head and shoulders better than, you know, just your average uh, summer league player out there, which is what you wanted to see going into this summer league. So the summer Celtics are here. They're the real deal. Uh, they're going for 4-0 on Saturday. I don't know why they wouldn't get it. I mean, the way they're playing, I mean, they're dropping 100 points, 100 plus points on these dudes easy with 10 minute quarters here. So um, you, you got to like what you see. You got to like the intensity. You got to like the energy. Um, Neesmith tonight, the difference between game two and this game was that the outside shots weren't really falling the way they were in game two, but he was doing other things. He was scoring from within the three-point line. He was dishing. He was driving. Like, he's doing stuff that we didn't see uh, in, in year one from him naturally. I mean, he's a rookie and, you know, coming into a weird season, but he looks a lot more comfortable out there. 
Yeah, we got to leave with Neesmith, man. We're talking about another 30-plus point performance, right? Even though he wasn't the only yeah. one. He was far from the only one tonight. I mean, three of these Celtics players scored 30-plus points, but – I mean, no, the no, fact no, that no. Neesmith... you're looking at you're looking at plus minus. Yeah, but that's but the the fact that Neesmith only drained two three pointers though, like some people would say, oh, okay, that that's not what we signed up for. But he was creative in the sense of trying to find other ways to score, and that's right. the reason why he ended up with thirty plus points, right? Because no, no, all no. the naysayers, but Jimmy, all the naysayers out there, think about it. They're gonna go out and say, oh, well, yeah, he didn't have thirty points. plus points though. He, his plus minus, you're looking at plus minus. He no, had... I know, but. No, no. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're right. All right. He had 18. You're right. I am. <laughs> Dude, I'm just making sure that we're on the same page here, bro. That's all. I just want to make sure. It this looked damn, like it looked like damn. he had thir- the way he was playing. It looked like he had 30 plus points. The way Pritchard no. was draining those shots, I can I can I can see that. <laughs> the way Hauser was draining those shots, yeah. But listen, they they played well, and the, the plus 30 is just a good is almost just as good as 30 points. No, but the thing is that people are gonna look at what he did last game and be like, oh well, yeah, it's easy to score you know, that many points when he scores seven threes. But he only had two threes in this game. He ends up with 18. And at the end of the day, people are going to say, oh, well, yeah, you know, he's not just a three-point shooter. This guy can score right. buckets. And that's what I want to see from Neesmith. I want to see someone who can score buckets and find other ways to score besides behind the three-point arc. Right, because, I mean, this, isn't, this is obvious, but the more ways you can, the more ways you can score, the more dangerous you're going to be out there. You don't want to be a guy who just parks himself at the three-point line and can't do anything else. You know, if you can drive, if you can dish, if you can facilitate – you know, the defense still has a long way to go. You know, we're not expecting them to turn into defensive stalwarts in summer league here. But to see the comfortability that we're seeing, to see him, you know, like we said, score in different ways and look like, at times, the best player on the court, that's what you want to see. So uh, I was very happy with that. And, you know, Pritchard's another guy that's super impressive. Um, you know, talking about a guy who's doing everything. I mean, his passing's been great. But the thing that's standing out to me is this dude's looking like Steph Curry out there. The way he's stepping back wow. and draining 30 plus footers. I'm talking about logo logo Pritchard, man. Logo yeah. Pritchard is here, dude. Yeah. But we said it from the very beginning, right? Like they're they're you can tell they're telling Pritchard to 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 not worry about those shots or Pritchard's himself working on those shots. Like he's he's obviously has set the example here in terms of that distance. But of course it's the summer league. We're talking about something still undefeated here. Three, you know, we got Bobby. I got my Oregon Manning. shirt on. Yo, is that why I you got put that on for shirt on, Yeah, I had to put that on at halftime. I was going to say, there's no chance you had that shirt before Pritchard was drafted for the South. <laughs> I knew it. I, I freaking that's knew not it. true. No, that's not true. I did have it before he was drafted. Thank you very much. Not I'm for a nothing, huge Justin though, Herbert fan. Yo, not for nothing, though. The, the Oregon has, like, Oregon has some dude. great apparel. Like, their gear is on point. Dude, they're basically like, Boise Nike. State, like, for the blue, for the, for the fans of, like, that blue, Boise State, that's for you. But for Oregon... Like, their jersey is just on point regardless of how you feel about color patterns. It's like dude, they, 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 they don't mess around. They're they like Nike, Nike's guinea pig, dude. They'll just say, hey, For we real? want you to wear these. Like, here, check this out. And then they, there they go. But, yeah. yeah, Pritchard tonight, though, doing That's his so thing true, again. Doing his thing again. He's been doing his thing. And then we had – we mentioned him. But this dude, Hauser, and I, I, I don't want to spoil oh, it. but man. Our, our guy, Bobby Manning, who's in Vegas, along with Sherrod. The one-on-one. Got Bobby that one-on-one. Had, I think – the rumor is Bobby's got a little one-on-one, I, and I saw him creeping. He was creeping in the background of Hauser doing a, a walk-off interview on ESPN. Bobby was creeping in the background. He was tapping and, his shoulder like, hey, yo, hey, yo. I somebody got next, tweeted right? yeah. I got you next, right? <laughs> so, someone tweeted me a picture. I had to retweet it. Bobby's just, like, sort of creeping. It's like, yo, man, he's got the hat on low, like, just kind of, like, <laughs> creeping in the back. He's got the, the mask on. Right. But, yeah, allegedly, right. we, might ha- we might have a little uh, Hauser sidebar coming up, so that'll be nice. But 
Shout out to Hauser. I mean, that dude's had the four-point play tonight. I mean, he was wet oh, in the man. second half, man. Yo, 21 points and seven assists, that'll do it. You know what I mean? Like that, that's, that's peak gonna summer get, league. That's gonna get people talking about you. For real. That's peak summer league, and that's gonna get people talking about you. And of course, we've got Bobby Manning, we got Aisha Blakely, both of those guys out in Vegas. They're gonna be joining us in a couple of minutes. So for sure, we'll have all that access in terms of what they were able to say to people and, and, and the kind of report that they have, mm-hmm. you know, that, that we saw a couple of nights ago, you know, because they're out there. But yo, Jimmy, I'm telling you, this team, you know. They have a great, not only do they have a great chance of going to the championship, but I just feel like a lot of these guys are going to walk away from the summer league, not only motivated, but feeling like they can really make a legitimate step toward, you know, step forward in their careers. You know, whether we're talking about Peyton Pritchard, whether we're talking about, you know, Neesmith, you know, guys that can, that, that can, you know, take on a role right away. And, and I think that's, there's a lot to say about that for sure. You get John, yeah, I'll just say this. Get John off of our, our post-game show right now. Get any John Zanis comment. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see <laughs> Yo, it. John is loving it. That guy it. is not delay. on this show tonight. John's got his own Patriots post-game show coming up uh, after the Pats. Uh, we'll see if the Pats can take care of business against the Washington football team. We won't right. say the R word anymore. But uh, he's trying to uh, steal our viewers. But we're going to keep, keep it going Yo, strong here. Program for, for alert for everybody. Yeah, for fans out there. Yeah, you can watch both. You can. I think we'll probably wrap up before before their starts anyway. So luckily, we'll oh, be able to watch both. But um, back to the C's here. Um, three and zero, and again, they look like I don't know if you saw the beginning of this game, but it looked like the Celtics were just in a different class than the Magic. And I think maybe that just be the Magic might just be that bad. I mean, the Magic could not yeah. even inbounds the ball. They couldn't even get a shot up before turning it up over to start this game. And the Celtics kind of let him hang around a little bit. But in that second or third quarter, they really sort of stuck it to him. And that's when you saw Pritchard and Neesmith kind of hit a few. And Begarine had a nice little first half there. Um, that's a player in Begarine. Like, he basically said, hey, Brad, like, I want to show that I can play. I mean, this kid's like, what, 18 years old, um, coming overseas. Nobody knows much about him, but he can slash. Uh, we've seen him hit some corner threes. And, you know, just stuff like that where it makes you kind of makes you kind of think that, you know, he has a, a bit of a future. I mean, not not saying that he's going to make the team this year. Obviously, there's no roster spot for him. But the way he's playing out there, it kind of shows that he does look like he belongs uh, in this level, at least. And, and, and to be able to say that at age 18, just wait, don't get too low on me, bro. Don't get too low on me, bro. <laughs> my, too low? my bad yeah. my bad my bad easy i don't know i try, like, to, I try to adjust my cam here i know you're working from home i want to make sure you got pants on before you get any lower but, <laughs> but... yeah i do i'm good all right good as long as you're good I just go want to make sure. on yeah i don't want i don't want to ask fcc coming after us but um anyways what i what i was saying was this kid had a nice little game to him and i know that there's not a future this season like he's not gonna be in the roster this year but Shout out to him for, you know, basically telling Brad, like, hey, like, let me play. Let me, let me show that I, that I can, let me show you guys what I'm made of. And I think Celtics fans are, are going to maybe keep tabs on him, you know, while he's overseas, as opposed to some of these other guys who go overseas where you just don't know anything about him. But having seen him play a little bit in Summer League kind of gets fans attached and maybe they hop on his social media and sort of follow him over there, wherever he ends up and, and kind of go from there. So it's good to see him contribute too. That's what Summer League's we- all about, dude. I mean, you can overanalyze yeah, this stuff all you want. That's but- true. Bottom line is, you know, it's just good to see little flashes from these guys because, you know, a lot of these players you're not going to see in the same role or even close to that same role, but you get to see sort of what they're capable of when they're put in a, a, a you know, a different role or a bigger role, lesser competition, but you just tell them to do different things out there. 
Are we getting too excited about this Pritchard Neesmith connection? Like, not to yeah, say so that. Yeah, that's like, totally okay. Yeah, but it's not to say that these two are connected, but the fact that they're both able to take things to the next level, it seems like, at least from what we've seen throughout this span, like, is, is it too crazy to say that these two could have a legitimate role next season, or is it just me? This episode is powered by Cuban Round Cigar. It's the best time of the year. The summer is finally here. The grills are heating up and sports are in full swing. Now, that calls for a celebration. The only thing left to do is get yourself a Cuban Round Cigar. Whether you're celebrating your college graduation or just having a good time enjoying the good weather, Cuban Rounds are bringing you the taste of Havana. Handcrafted, all natural and affordable price, Cuban Rounds brings you well-balanced cigars featuring intuitive blends and construction that are reminiscent of Cuban mastery. Now, Cuban Rounds offers layers of textured flavor with every single puff. Face it, the last two years, they've been tough on all of us. Let loose and enjoy yourself with the Cuban Rounds cigar. They offer a luxurious experience with a high-quality product at an affordable price. A Cuban Round Cigar is a guilty pleasure without the guilt. You can enjoy yourself right now. Follow them on Instagram, at Cuban Round Cigar. That's right, at Cuban Round Cigar on Instagram and Facebook. It's not crazy at all. I mean, I think, I think everyone's expecting them both to have a role. I mean, sh- I mean, hell, John was on the show, I think, saying they should start Neesmith. Which, and I can yeah. tell you what, if he plays more and more like he has, you're going to start hearing that more often because what, he's, what he would allow, um, you know, guys like Tatum and Brown to do with him sort of playing off in the corner and opening up the floor. But those guys definitely have big roles. I mean, the way Pritchard's playing, he's basically saying, hey, I know you guys just signed Schroeder and, you know, all this stuff, but don't forget about me because, you know, I'm going to make sure that when I'm out there, you're not going to want to take me out of the game. And the way he's playing, I mean, talk about range. I mean, this guy has it. I mean, he's, he's shown multiple times over the last couple games, two, two, three games, that he's not afraid to hit that 30-plus, that 30-footer. I mean, it's simple as that. He's not afraid to take it, and he's been making it. Um, he, he was feeling it tonight. Um, so those guys certainly have roles. And honestly, if you're the Boston Celtics and you want to make a playoff run, you better hope that they have roles because you're not, you're not deep enough in any other way. I mean, those guys are on your team to have a pretty substantial role and it might be maybe it's asking a little bit too much out of them in their second years, but I don't think so. I mean, certainly last year Pritchard showed that he was capable of you know playing out there. I know he hit a little bit of a rookie wall, but um, generally speaking, I mean, he took he took at least Celtics Nation by storm um, out of the gates, cooled off a bit. But but I think he certainly has a, a nice little roll carved out. And and Neesmith, the way he's playing. Um, and he still has a lot to learn, again, on the defensive end. And I, I do think he runs around like a crazy man sometimes. But um, you know what his value is. He can shoot. And what we saw tonight was that he might be able to do a little bit more than just shoot. Um, but we can't talk about Neesmith and Pritchard without talking about the, uh, the third head of, I would say, the, the three-headed monster of Romeo Langford. Uh, a, a DNP oh, tonight. Oh, boy. Oh, a DN, boy. A DNS that did not show, did not dress. Um, come on I, don't I, discredit him for that don't discredit him for that jimmy come on i still man. don't i just don't know why i mean i didn't even I, I just assumed he was starting i didn't i didn't really pay much attention of anything pregame i just turned on the game and i was like why isn't romeo langford in the game and then i go on twitter and see that it's a scheduled day off that's a little weird to me i mean i hope that it really is just a scheduled day off there's no injuries or anything like that but at the same time why isn't he playing i mean this guy hasn't yeah. certainly hasn't stood out in the first two games, not the way you want him to. I mean, yeah, I know he had the yeah. dunk. But I, if, you, if you took away the dunk. Yeah, but, yeah, but well, honestly, And he Jimmy, had the game-winning shot. And he had the game. Well, All right, so he's done well, two really good yeah. things. But other than that, though, it's kind of like, 
I think everyone's looking to see a little bit more out of him and certainly probably want to see him in the game. But it's like what you just said about the dunk, right? I can't help but wonder if the dunk has something to do with his injury. I mean, we know about the wrist injury and, you know, the season that he had, you know, coming into summer league. So, yeah, hopefully that's not the case, though. Hopefully they just wanted to showcase the younger guys. I mean, if you can't go if you can't go three straight summer league games, like not even talking back to backs, like, I know what are we we even talking about here? Like, don't tell me he needs rest. Well, maybe he got too. Maybe he got too, uh, you know, he got too happy. You think about he was that, on the blackjack table too late last night? No, no, not even that. Is that I'm what you're say saying? That. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm saying that dunk. I'm saying that dunk. Maybe he just went too hard with it, you know? Maybe that's what it was. Hopefully I'm wrong, maybe. and hopefully it's all about the younger guys because if, this is, if, if that's the case, if it takes that kind of dunk for him to miss a couple of games, then I don't think that's the kind of guy you want for but the Celtics, man. Like, these, like, that, everyone's that, like That's injury prone, you know? I don't Exactly. I don't, I don't you want don't want that label. You don't want that label. But yeah. I'll say this. Don't tell me that, oh, like, he's sitting to give, like, the younger guys. He is the younger guys. Like, you are the younger guy. Yeah, 75% of the players on this team are not going to be on this team. Like, you are the younger guy. So, like, don't tell right. me that, listen, I'm glad that Hauser did his thing tonight. But don't tell me that, you know, you wouldn't have rather see Romeo hit a few of those shots, right? So, right. that's kind of the concern um, there. I mean, it's, it's more, not really a concern to me. It's just it's more just a question question mark. And I guess if he's out there Saturday and, he looks good and he plays well, then I guess it doesn't really matter. And maybe Pritchard and Neesmith sit Saturday. I don't, you know, I don't know what the, what they're talking about in terms of resting guys and all that, but right. certainly the way Neesmith and Pritchard have been playing, I'd like to see Romeo out there kind of doing a little bit of his thing too, you know, and, and, and just give Celtics fans like a reason to be really excited about this summer league team. Because if you told me that out that we, summer league would end and, Romy, I'm um, sorry, Neesmith and Pritchard were, you know, two of the top performers. I think you'd be pretty freaking happy with that. Oh, oh no speaking question. Speaking of pretty freaking happy. Yo, right on cue. Right on cue. My guy, there he is. Blakely, coming at us from Las Vegas. What's up? Ace oh, chug it. Chug that Pepsi, dude. Does he know no, that? It's thirsty out there. He's thirsty out what's there. In that, what's in that can, bro? Sherrod just the, found the, out. The thirst is real, now. Jimmy. <laughs> no, I the thirst is real. I'm sure it is. The thirst is real. The thirst is real. How you guys doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm chilling. We're, we're better give now. Joe's give ways. us the lowdown. I'm, I'm waiting for uh, you know, so, well, I'm, I'm waiting for Safari had Bobby to roll in here. Uh, see, see what our latest Yo, latest uh, we, excursion no, will be. We, I was. We saw Bobby creeping. <laughs> we saw Bobby creeping on the court. He he, he walked by the uh, cameras. Uh, after the game, we saw him creeping with the hat on. Yo, he was tapping. He looked was like tapping, he was uh, Neesmith's, He was tapping. He was tapping Neesmith's shoulder. He's like, yo, let me. And he had the hat on low. Looked like he had he had found his uh, his guy. But we're not mad at it. We're not mad at it. We like that. We like we like that's, that energy. That's Bobby. That's Bobby, man. That's Bobby style. Sherrod, yeah. you were there tonight, man. Bobby's on the it? grind. How was the game, Absolutely. bro? Uh, the score will tell you how the game was. It was over before <laughs> yeah. it started. Little I mean, little lopsided. <laughs> The, the, well, the cool thing about the game was you saw Pritchard really just kind of control the action from the beginning to end. Sam Hauser, when that three ball is, he's pretty damn special. Um, but for the most part, this game just didn't have a lot of juice to it. You know, it was it was a good win. And and the thing that I, I do like about the Celtics is that they're they're getting these summer league teams down and they're just putting their your foot their you know the heel on the throat. I mean, they're not letting up at all. So right, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, was, it, it was a blow, like you said, Sherrod. I mean. 
the way Orlando came out, I mean, it was like turnover, turnover, turnover. I was like, oh boy, like this this game's already like looking like it's gonna end before it even started. I'm not gonna lie. My favorite part of the game, no one saw any of it, was like talking to Jerry Stackhouse about Neesmith. That was like for me, that was like the best part of the game. Well, can um, can you enlighten us a little bit? Can can you tell yo, us what, what is well, that's actually just, yo, low key, that's a great comp, Shrug. If he turns into Jerry Stackhouse, that's the guy I wanted him to I want him talking to Jerry Stackhouse more often. <laughs> well, St- his former coach Jerry Stackhouse, aka former All Star Jerry Stackhouse, is mm-hmm. very complimentary. You know, he, he we had him on a podcast and he talked about how he believed Neesmith in five years will be an All Star, and if he can continue to elevate his game and play with the kind of aggression we've seen in summer league, that's not as far fetched as it might sound. Uh, Neesmith is a good player. Uh, his ball, he the improvements he's made in his ball handling, I think, are really. Um, that's going to be key to his growth because the shot making, I think that's going to come. Uh, he's, I think he will easily get better in that area, but it's mm-hmm. the ball handling. It's the things that he can do when he's not looking for his own shot. That's what's going to define how good he's going to be. Well, yeah. what did you think about the fact that he was looking for shots that were inside the three-point arc? Like, I love the fact that he wasn't discouraged by, you know, only going two for seven. You know, he, he, he continued to look for other looks. Like, I, I think there's, there's much to be said about that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got to be a smarter player. I mean, he's got to figure out ways to impact the game other than the three ball. And I thought when he first came into the league, I thought that was really weighed heavily on his mind. And now he's just out there trying to make plays. Uh, And more times than not, it's him being able to score in different ways. Because Peyton is, you know, it's no secret. Peyton is is looking for him because Peyton is a point guard. That's what you do. You get the rock to the guy who can make shots. So. I think those two are key for next year, man. I really do. Like, I don't know. Is that an Oregon shirt Jimmy has on? Yeah, he's repping. He's repping. It is. So now now you're going to jump on a Peyton bandwagon. Now you're going to jump. (laughs) I bought this shirt. That's what I told him. I bought this shirt in 2019, prior to prior to Peyton Pritchard. But I will say that you know, it's just it's a happy coincidence that I'm wearing it in the night where he he was logo Pritchard tonight. Shroud, another guy, Neesmith aside. I mean, uh, Pritchard's they're kind of like the Splash Brothers out there right now. Oh, stop, Jimmy. I'm just saying, that. dude. Shades of the Splash Brothers out there, dude. Damn, you, you, you talk about what, what am I drinking? I, I think I need to ask you that damn question. Splash Brothers. Come on, Yo, I gave you the benefit of the doubt. All right, the all right. Well, Oregon, Oregon has a great color pattern, so that's why he's rocking it. And now we got Bobby Manning joining us with the hat on and everything. What's up, Bobby? What I'm here. Bobby Yo, are the Celtics going to win this all, or what's up, man? Are they going to be the summer league champs or what? Like, they are balling right now. We'll see. I don't know if they're going to sit a guy down the stretch here. It was very weird what happened with Langford today. Uh, Joe Mazzula didn't say anything about it, really. Um, just said he didn't play. He's fine. He'll play on Saturday. So that's all we got on that front. And I don't know. I tried to see if Richard, uh, any of these other guys, again, take a seat down the stretch and couldn't get anything on that either. So here I am, empty handed. That's okay. That's well, okay. You know, don't go so th- hard on yourself. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that's what the... what's Go ahead, Jimmy. Shot? No, I was going to ask Bobby. I was going to ask, but we already asked Sherrod what his thoughts were on, on, you know, Neesmith tonight. But what did you see out there between Neesmith and Pritchard? Well, Pritchard's range is crazy. That shot at the end of the third was Curry range, Sherrod, right? Close. It was Curry-like range, but you know what? His reaction Splash was so Brother non-Curry. Yeah, but don't call him Splash he... Brothers, Bobby. Stop it, Jimmy. Stop it. Stop it, Jimmy. <laughs> well, the last two games, he's been pushing triple-double totals with the assists, strong rebounding. I know John said it looks like he's a bit out of shape. 
the stockiness, I think, has helped him in the lane physically. Um, still not a ton of the pick and roll stuff you want to see out of him. But overall, his reads and transition, finding guys on the sideline, the movement on this team, yes, if they're going to win the title, I think they're pretty well connected right now. And if they keep playing these guys together, to beat an Orlando team that's got Hampton, Suggs, all these different guys, probably the most lottery talent in the summer league. I don't know. Houston's probably the only other team. I don't know the record, so like, I don't know who else is in the running here. But the, the one thing I'll say is this. When your team is stocked with lottery-type talent on the summer league roster, mm-hmm. that's, that means you're probably going to be a team that's all about potential and not progress. Yes, that's what we saw at Orlando. You got lots yeah. of potential, but I mean, that team's not going to be very good. Um, I like Suggs. I, I think he's going to be really good. He's been quiet out here. Yeah, I mean, I I just don't see these guys making a significant impact once the games start and they matter. Mm-hmm. But it's fun to watch them play out here in summer league, run around a little bit, get Romeo Duncan on a couple guys every now and then. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that's what Summer League is all about. You don't really care that much about the – I mean, listen, if the Celtics go undefeated and win, and win the title, are they going to raise a banner in the TD Garden? I don't know. Maybe they will. Maybe you will. Maybe, 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 maybe I'll like a Summer League maybe title. Maybe i retire my Oregon T-shirt if they do. But, but the wins and losses <laughs> aside – No, you, you got to throw, throw in the back the way Bobby does with the Al Horford jersey. You yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. <laughs> we might have to make our own. That would be fun. I, I – it doesn't mean everything, obviously, but you've seen some decent young cores win a summer league title. I believe that Memphis team with Brandon Clark did it. The Lakers did it when they got that young cast together that I believe had Kuzma as the MVP. I don't know if Ingram and Ball were out there for that thing, but yeah, hey, the MVP. We, I remember that. We, we did all this complaining after the first game that Pritchard and Neesmith haven't separated themselves. Exactly. They're out here destroying teams now and doing it in different ways than we've seen last year. Pritchard able to create for teammates and set guys up as a forward general. Neesmith getting off the bounce into those mid-range, doing some sidestep, step-back action. He's been really able to create his own shot in a way that we didn't see last year. So we wanted progress here, and we'll see how it translates, but we have definitely seen progress from two guys that are very important. Langford, three games later, remains to be seen, but... You really only needed one wing to step up, right? And Neesmith's doing that. Well, Bobby, yeah. let me let me let me follow up on that because I thought it was so interesting that Neesmith wasn't the kind of guy who had to rely on his three-point shot to flirt with the twenty-point scoring night, right? Like, obviously, he didn't score as many points as he did, you know, the last uh, summer league game. But what do you have to say about the fact that he was able to get inside that? Th- he was able to get inside that three-point arc and find That's other ways to score as opposed to like having to drop five or seven three-pointers in order to reach 20-plus points. It's impressive. It shows that he's going to be able to do other things and just be a spot-up shooter in this league, which is really all he did early last year. Uh, he has struggled at times from the three-point line. He did again today. Jimmy crossed out all those X's on the shot chart I pulled it up to try to make it look like a more beautiful night. But I said, you said beautiful. Dude, you can't say beautiful night and then put a graphic up where it's like X, 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 X. No, but overall, he was 7 to 14 from the field. You guys hate the three-pointer. A lot of people on this network hate the three-pointer. You should be happy about a 5 or 7 star, four mid-range shots. That's a pure-looking shot from him in between there. Shot that he's going to be able to get because I'm going to try to run him off the line, try to make him go off the dribble there. So... 
just huge encouraging the progress that we've seen from him. Now, there's still times where he looks a little methodical, gets caught up in his own mistakes. I've seen that from him in this summer league, about smashing the ball off the floor and just getting frustrated when he makes one wrong move. It's going to be a lot more mistakes in year two. He's going to be able to roll with those punches. That's something I talked to Sherrod about during one of the games. Is like, this guy freaks out over mistakes more than I've ever yeah. seen. He's a perfectionist. You can tell. Get over it. Yeah. Yeah, for real. It's not perfect. It's never It's never going to be, never will be a perfect game. You make mistakes. Especially if you're a shooter. You, yeah, it's, it's not how you deal with the mistakes. It's how do you bounce back from them. You know, the, the best players will have games where they go four for 17. But you know what? On that 18 shot where you're down by two and you got the rock and you got a good look at a three-point shot, the great ones make that. The good ones make it more times than not. But the guys who hesitate, nah. I think yeah. Smith is, is trending in the right direction. I, I, I think he's going to steadily become more comfortable regardless of how he's shooting the ball to just keep shooting because that's what got you to the league. Don't forget what got yeah. you to the league. Shooters yeah. have to be like like cornerbacks. Like if you're a corner and you get burned on a big catch, you got to shake that off, forget about it, and get you know the next play is coming up. And that leads Speaking me to my next it. point. That leads me to my next right. point. Patriots post game live tonight after Patriots <laughs> Washington football team. See how they next you. That's, that's your why, next point. That's why John Zanis isn't on the show tonight. He's going to be overdoing the Patriots. The Patriots cheating on us tonight with the pet with the Patriots. So. Uh, check that out. I think there'll be some links posted in the chat, probably. There you go. Um, and um, that'll be fun. Uh, first game back at the Pats. A lot of, uh, lot of um, hype going into this game. How's Cam going to look? How's Mac going to look? Early reports seem like Mac had a pretty good first showing. Um, yeah. That's, I didn't get a chance to watch the, street. the whole thing, but it feels like overall people sure, are happy. keeping so. tabs on the Pats. I haven't heard Damn. anything. <laughs> no, Mac. Yeah, I mean, that, that's... Max don't win that, huh? Yeah, should have tuned over in the Cam, fourth quarter. I think, I think, yeah, Cam had it like an early turnover, right? Where he got, I think, sacked or stripped or something like that. Probably, I missed that, but he he had a pretty tough. I'm not gonna get into it, but it was like third and seventeen, so like <laughs> threw it into the dirt. Anyways, they'll talk about that at length um, on the Patriots post game show. So we will um, not. Thanks for bringing for that more up. Info. We will not talk about it anymore. <laughs> no, we'll bring it up one more time. John's gonna, I think, pop his head in and, and sabotage the show at some point. So we'll let him do that at some point. But um. Back to, this, back to the summer Celtics, I just want to say one thing. I'm not really hung up on wins and losses. I don't care if they win the thing. It would be great if they do. What I wanted to see was role players show that they belong as role players in the NBA. And so far, we're seeing two out of three guys. Two out of three ain't bad as a thing. So right now, we're seeing um, Neesmith step up, and we're definitely seeing Pritchard step up. And those are guys, and Josue asked me prior to uh, Sharon and Bobby coming on, if you see those guys having, you know, decent roles on the on the team this year and i think the answer to that is a definite yes it has to be because if if you're not getting those guys off the bench or in some cases maybe even starting if it's neesmith at some points um then you're thin you're too thin because you don't you don't have enough depth if those guys aren't contributing because you're looking at those guys as solid contributors this year so to see them sort of show out a bit that's something that you know if you're a celtics fan and if you're certainly if you're in the celtics organization you have to be thrilled about because you're going to need them uh, in big ways uh, throughout an 82-game season. You know what? And, and, and it, it may very well become my very first, uh, you know, apology cam for Bruno Fernando. Oh, oh man. Yeah, Bruno. Bruno. He's been pretty damn good. He has been. Bruno's been pre- – and, and, again. For now. What, yeah. up, up to this point, he has done maybe just Fighting a smidgen more than spot. you. He's done, like, maybe a smidgen more than you, Jimmy, have done in the NBA. 
So the expectation level is extremely low. Just, just about he's seeing. getting an opportunity right now, and I'm not. He's good. He's playing really well. I, I love what I'm seeing out of him. I love the fact that he can put it on the, on the floor. I love that he can finish. Uh, he's doing good. He's doing a lot of good stuff. But yeah. I, I always have to put it with, in a framework of, remember, it's summer league. Mm-hmm. So many guys I've seen become you know summer league stars, and when the games actually count, forget about the games that count. Let's just even get to the preseason. They don't even play well in the preseason. Forget right. about the regular season. So he's done well in summer league. The next step, what can can he establish himself when he's going against the Robert Williams and the Al Horfords in practice and earning minutes and taking some of the minutes from those guys? That to me is what I'm. I'm really I'm much more interested in Bruno Fernando now than I was like a week ago. He's not going to do that. Bobby? From Horford and Rob? Bobby? I don't see it. There's Bobby. some injury depth here. No. It's, it, you- to me, it, it went from being something that where there was no shot to where now it's a long shot, and that's progress. Because before, <laughs> That is true. League, before Summer League, there was no shot, but now at least it's not as, lo- as big a stretch to imagine that he could carve out five, ten minutes per game the way he plays. One shot, so- I mean. Right. Here's I mean, he's no Bobby. Bobby. I mean, that no, means Rob's no, not playing 48. Bobby, he's no Moses Brown, you know. So you gotta, you gotta take what you can. You know what I mean? You're right, Jimmy. So yeah, we, those Damn. are the guys we right. gotta compare there. And you know, Drew Sway, you talked about this when Brown came to the Celtics. He was a phenomenal rebounder. That is the one thing I'll really give him that he proved last year. I need to see a little bit more of that from Fernando because Orlando was swallowing up the offensive rebounds early in this game when the game was tighter before it separated later. I love his high post movement. I love his ability to take the ball on the dribble, which we've seen here. Maybe be a little shooting potential there looking at him pregame, just the way uh, his shot looks there. Free throw covering just below 70% for his career, so that's going to have to clean up in that sense. And then his size, his length, I think is just a little – on the small side for him to be a defensive stopper out there. But the energy is infectious. The yelling, uh, the he pile drive the guy and was like, foul on one of the plays. So there's great energy there. There's a lot yeah. of um, hustling on in his game. It's it's a project. He's 23, I believe. So he is, he is very early in his career. And there's an opportunity if he sticks with this team to develop, play a little bit in Maine, I'd imagine. Um, this is a guy I liked a lot in college. He, he was a great energy at Maryland when I saw him uh, coming up to Syracuse. So but I don't know if that Mo Brown, uh, Bruno Fernando conversation is going to keep rolling for a while here. I think he's I think yeah, like for Shrug, a little bit, a little Shrug, while. Shrud mentioned, I mean, he's, he's doing everything he can right now to hang on to one of these roster spots. So um, I li- I've liked what I've seen. I mean, again, it's, it's limited role. You know, we're talking, you know, some, you know, I don't even know what number you'd put him on, on the rotation, you know, close to probably 9 or 10, 11, 12. I don't even know, but he's right not a guy down, that's going to yeah. be. There's a yeah, lot of bigs in front of him. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's a lot of bigs. not a guy that's going to be coming in, um, you know, to give you 20 minutes a game. But if he can come in and give you that energy, I mean, if you can come in and spark the team a little bit, um, you know, how many times have we said that the Celtics just look flat out there, you know? So uh, it would yeah. be great if, if he can provide that. So You would love Rob to be yeah. able to play – over 25 minutes a game this year potentially you would love Horford to be able to play every single game this year and not have to rest a ton and you would like Cantor to be able to get in there under a new coach much more than he did with Steven so ultimately if Bruno doesn't play at all this year I don't think it'll be the worst thing in the world Um, I feel differently about Sam Hauser have we talked about him yet 
I was just going to lead into that. Nah. We did we did a little tease that you, you may or may not have uh, spoken to Hauser after the game. And we did see you creeping up on him on the court. Somebody did uh, – me a picture Could you not you. say creeping, mm -hmm. Jimmy? Can we just creeping? Say he <laughs> it looked like he was kind of. He had the he hat on low. Either. It looked like he had, you know, was kind of. Yo, Bobby, Jimmy, he's, he's Jimmy. walking up on him with like a, a, you know, freaking <laughs> overcoat on with his hands hey. in his pockets. <laughs> well, he, he did. He did have the bucket hat on. So you just don't know with this hat. You don't know what these guys. Did. Yeah, Bob. Why don't you yeah. why don't you talk to us about Hauser? Well, that's a comment on the hat in the tunnel, by the way. Um, oh, yeah, so how bad give me some. What it's a mix, mixed reviews. <laughs> mixed, mixed your, reviews, to put your, it lightly. Hauser was like, take off that silly ass hat. No, <laughs> it got, I got called um, a safari look at one point down there. But anyway. Yeah, I can see that. I can totally see it. Well, you, you, you're, you're the bucket hat guy for the rest of the weekends I, in Vegas. So congrats to that. You got you to so hold I, it I, down, I, though. I stole three. He, he was actually on the podium after the game, so a lot of the basketball stuff got out of the way there in terms of his shooting role. Uh, Joe Mazzulli was very impressed with his off-ball movement that opened up certain guys. In fact, I'm going to have to go back and look at one of the plays that he said was the most unselfish summer league play he's ever seen, where his movement opened Neesmith wide open and he didn't make it, but the movement off the ball, he said, was just absolutely phenomenal from this guy. Uh, his He's got decent size. I think he's 6'6". You know, he's, he's going to be able to play the wing for this team when he does come up from Maine and those two-way opportunities. And the shot is Pierre. I think he was 42% at Virginia last year. Sherrod, he had 20-plus on Syracuse twice, including in that tournament game where uh, Syracuse lost an ACC tournament. So this guy's a sharpshooter. hate to see that. Tony Bennett would toss around names like – Shut uh, up, Jimmy. <laughs> Play Tom Lee. Some of the best shooters you've ever heard of is the names. Uh, all right, six eight. I'm seeing in the comments. So, yeah, he is a even taller. Could play some four, stretch four for this team. I like his game. His shot is Pierre. Um, and we heard a lot of the basketball stuff in the post game. I actually talked to him about um a lot of the charity work he does. He's been doing like social justice stuff, charity. Um, studied like uh just education things. Um. In of like uh, low-income communities at Virginia. That was like a big research project he did there. So this guy's like very involved. He majored in, in education things. I, yeah, I didn't get <laughs> a firm what grasp on what me it was too, specifically. <laughs> I think it was just um, like connecting people to different educational opportunities or something like that. So, I mean, he's been nice. pretty involved in the community throughout his life. So that's something I want to hit on briefly with him and I'll that's probably cool. write about over the next few days here. What do you think? Oh, uh, by the way, he can flat out shoot. Damn, well, yeah, oh, yeah. shoot! I mean, I mean it looks it sure pure. looked like it up close. It looks like shit. It looks really. Pure. I gotta pull so, this Tony. <laughs> so where, where's the guy like Hauser? Where, where where does he end up? Does he end up in the league somewhere? Or does he end up overseas? Like how does Maine first, then then with the Celtics? Was, That's what I was he, thinking. Send him I, I think he yeah. He has a two way contract now. He's signed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so you don't have to worry about him. Yeah, you'll see. So him, you'll see him in some Celtics games. So the main, main, the, the, main the main Celtics are going to have themselves a nice little shooter this year. Absolutely. If I had, if I had to guess, because I don't know if Carson Edwards is still going to be around. You know, I think the Dennis Schroeder signing sort of changes things in the sort in, in the sense of uh, where people stand. Who, who did who did you say just way? I said Carson Edwards, man. His, his days might oh. be numbered right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy knows where I'm going. I, I do know where you're going with that. Yeah, his days might might be numbered, but 
What you mean? What's going on? No, I, I think at <laughs> this point, I, mean? I just, I, I, I just think he's just hopes to have a number. Yeah, I, I think Carson <laughs> at this point just hopes to have a number. He's not, yeah, let the days yeah. be number all they want to be, but, but do I have a number? He may not leave Vegas. <laughs> and I don't know, the, and, I, and I don't know the answer to that question. Yeah, he might <laughs> just stay out in Vegas and and just try to hook up with another team. Oh man, um, yo, but not for not for nothing though. Carson sound bummed out before, way before the Dennis Schroeder signing. Oh, like it almost like, not, we... not not bummed out, but it almost seemed like he was like, listen, I'm just gonna keep shooting. And if that's not enough for you guys to, to convince you guys, then I'm gonna keep it moving. Like I just felt like he never sort of sent the message that he was working on any other part of his game outside of shooting from from behind the arc. You know what I mean? Then shoot the brick though. What can he do? He's not gonna yeah. he can't post up. He can't lock you up defensively. He's not gonna run your team because he's not he doesn't have that kind of He's not a playmaker. I was almost I like he, I was almost like Sherrod. Uh, Sherrod, I was almost like, Yo, Carson, can you just lie to me? Can you say you worked on defense? Can you say <laughs> yeah, you care? Can you say you ball, care man. about defense? Like, geez, like he's just he's in that, that weird place, place where, where I think, I think he's, he's better, better than guys, guys who play overseas, but maybe not good enough to be an NBA player. It's a weird place he's in right now. Um, he's got to be in the right situation at the right time, and I'm not sure that's Boston right now. No, not right now. The, the way that they're starting to stack talent, it looks like they're starting to be like, especially hey, at the guard position. How you yeah. doing over there? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, let's just get kind of full. I mean, let's, there's only yeah, so much room in VIP backcourt. Wow. Right. And you may, <laughs> you may be at the door knocking, trying to get in. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to get into the VIP guard suite with the Celtics. Not anymore. Right. I mean, and, and what you're seeing now is is the difference is like a guy like Pritchard, for example, is taking that step. He's taking that oh, next yes. step where he is sort of definitely, you know. I've been really himself. impressed by him. For sure. And and he's definitely distancing himself from the rest of the pack and, and proving, proving that he's a, a reliable option off the bench. I mean, there were there were times last season where we were pulling our hair out being like, where's Pritchard? Well, why doesn't Pritchard get the spot start? Why isn't he, you know, coming off the bench and – playing, you know, 25 minutes. I don't think we're going to be asking ourselves that question this year. I think that he's going to show early on um, in camp or, when, or whenever he gets that opportunity. Now, now he's showing it. But once the team gets together, uh, I think he's going to show that, you know, he belongs as like a pretty permanent uh, rotational player. There's some versatility there, too, between the guards and the wing spot that he can play. And I know that's something Missoula hit on is that, like, he sort of fits in as a pseudo wing, not defensively, but the way he shoots off the ball. He doesn't have to have the ball in his hands to impact the game alongside the Jays because he can step up from way beyond the three-point line and catch the ball and knock down these threes over and over again. And then we've given Danny Ainge a lot of grief for his last few seasons here, but the gift that keeps giving his final gift to the Celtics is going to be final gift. Pritchard. Yep, one of his, his final gift was, a, was an NBA Hall of Famer. And I know, I mean... <laughs> Think of how valuable, think of how valuable shooting is in the league now. Like you can overcome any other deficiency and make this league by being an elite shooter. He has other areas of his game that are pretty good, but on top of it all, he's been above forty percent from three his whole life in the league throughout the first season Mm -hmm. into the summer league. He just knocks them down like nothing, and he was one of the best catch and shoot guys, period, last year in the league. So. If he can start to impact the ball handling distribution part of the game, like they've really stressed with him, it's going to be huge. And it might, you know, start to make them make some decisions on some of these other guards down the line here. Of course, there's three guys with expiring contracts in front of them. It will be hard for him to play consistently this year. Sherrod and I talked about that in our uh, video yesterday. 
like there's a lot that he's going to have to break through still to get regular minutes on this team. But the fact that he can play the wing in the point spot would be huge for him. And it may be Danny Ainge's last uh, last gift, but we did see him on the sidelines in game two. Did you, I don't know if you guys saw him tonight, but he was there game two in a Celtic shirt, by the way. So maybe he's still pulling some strings behind the scenes. We don't really know what's going on. Listen, Harley here's, here's, home, here's, but always repping, baby. That's Danny that's right. Ainge right there. Harley home, always repping. As long as it's on the West Coast. I mean, did, did, you, did you honestly expect that the next time you saw Danny Ainge at a game, he would not be in some way, shape, or form repping the Celtics. Come on, Jimmy. I mean, it was, it was like it was Come like on. a it was like a front office, you know. It was like the shirts that he always wore. So I'm just saying. Oh, you mean like, the shirts yeah. that he's got like 20 years worth of? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he's just. But now he just packed now, the suitcase now with the same shirt. Now he's in flex mode. I like it. So he's I, in flex a, mode. Here's the thing. He's sitting next to Brad, game. I think, too. So he's right, like, you're he, welcome, well, everybody. You're welcome. Here's the thing about <laughs> yeah. Danny, though, because I, I talked to Danny earlier this week about just where things stand with him and the Celtics, and he made it clear that Brad and his staff are running things, but he is a sounding board for them. So sounding boards are going to be in the building. That's when, right. And it, that's, that's why they're there, so they bounce things off of. Uh, and I think he's, he enjoys that role because, it's, to me, it's, it's the best role you could possibly have because if something works out well and you're a sounding board, well, sure, you know what? I was a sounding board. I made that happen. And if it doesn't work out well, it's just like, well, you know, it wasn't my decision. I was just a sounding board. <laughs> hey, yeah, he, right. He is in a perfect position to be impactful but with none of the culpability that comes with decision making. So, oh, hey, boy. look who it is. Hey, hey, speaking hey, of a sounding board. Wow. Speaking of a sounding board. Hold John Zanis, everybody. Jay-Z. Jay-Z in the Jay-Z building. Is in the building. What's going oh, on? In the building. Oh, What's up with the what Pats? Up? Give us a Pats update. I like basketball I'm too. I'm surprised I don't see a Fox. <laughs> no, a Fox John, you, background. You can't sit with us. I, I only stay for the first half. You can't sit with us. So, so, okay. so you, so you, so you, you stay long enough to see Cam get stripped. I watched Cam. Uh, <laughs> watched a little <laughs> back. That's the only thing. That's the only thing that I saw or heard John, about in the first half. John said, I, "I've seen enough. I'm out." To be fair. Um, uh, Isaiah Wynn might need to be looking for a new job after that one. Um, oh, man. Oh, because it's tough he, against. He got undressed on that sack by Cam. But Cam, again, Damn. like everything, like always, he just can't <laughs> feel the pressure ever. He's just sitting there like – and, again, it came quick, but, like, he just whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. All right, all right, all right. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Joe. We got to put you on – We, we gotta need to do an – We got to put you on a hot seat here, though. Who's starting? Yeah. Week one, Cam Newton. Or the rookie who started right. hot seat, okay here here I am on the hot seat uh the I, I don't believe the Romeo excuse okay that's my that's my number oh, one thing. oh you got you got uh theories now I'm I, I'm dubious Romeo died in Vegas <laughs> is that the next theory that we're gonna get <laughs> we can't get any it doesn't <laughs> smell right we can't get up. any answers John <laughs> it doesn't pass Yo, the smell test often I think it's the I think it's the wrist I don't know off of an John. off day I think it's the wrist an to off be fair, day, and he, he needs did look completely fine on the bench. And it came out of nowhere? No way. Oh, he looks no, fine on the weird. bench, Bobby? Yeah. No, that Joe Sway just said a wrist thing. He didn't have anything on his wrist. Sherrod um, knows something. Oh, something. There was a moment in the last game where he I, either took a spill or he got fouled hard, but there was something, and he stayed down there for not too long, but long enough to where you're like, 
Oh god, because I, I remember I, I couldn't see exactly what happened. I'm like Mr. Glass, the they're like it's it's Romeo. I'm like oh. Mr. Glass, but he was able to get back up, and I guess he kept playing. But Romeo, would anyone be shocked if there's some kind of injury that they're like you know they're so gonna he, give him some rest? And then here's what's strange, Sherrod. If he was shut down, if they just said, "All right, we've seen enough from him. That's it." You'd understand that answer, even though we probably wouldn't be satisfied with it. But he's going to play on Saturday, apparently. So here's 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 the only way that's going to make sense: if either Neesmith or Pritchard does not play on Saturday, because then you're thinking is okay. They rested Romeo on, on yeah. this third game. They, they'll mm-hmm. play him on Saturday, but we're going to rest one of our other guys in the final game. Which you have, you right. frequently the, see in these summer league games. So they they'll, they 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 rest. Three people right. at a time often. They're like, right. they're all out and, they, and we'll let the beats, the real. You said this too, in. John. They have a small team, so they can't sit these four guys at once, probably. Yeah. Right. But that's the only way yeah. that I, I can buy the Romeo is, you know, this was a planned thing. Because if it was a planned thing, then you sit him first and then you sit one of those other two guys. But if those guys play and Romeo plays, mm-mm. yeah. Mm-mm. Is it weird that we didn't see a whole lot of uh, Yom tonight? Right? What do you have? 14 well, minutes? I mean, that was a good I mean, thing. That was a good thing. That's a good thing. You think? You, that you was think a good thing. Well, I would assume in a game like that, that's where you would see 25 plus minutes out of out of Romeo, right? Well, you wanted to see Sam Hauser. I mean, that, that's the guy. That's your two way contract guy. That's the guy that is supposedly a shooter, but doesn't play enough to where you can know if he can shoot or not. He got that chance tonight and he, he killed it. He did exactly what he was supposed yeah. to do. Yeah, so, he went off. Yeah, yeah. I think he, I think he started two with ten in the first I two games. I would have much general. rather yeah. the Celtics. I would have much rather the Celtics. You know, when asked about Romeo, said we wanted to make sure Sam got minutes, and this was an this was a way of us doing it. That would have been, been my excuse. That would have been over him there. Yeah. Uh, I hate that excuse. Listen, this, I said this uh, earlier. That's legit. I just that's said this totally earlier legit. though. Romeo, it's like, oh, I want to give the young guys. I want to give the young guys minutes. Romeo is one of the young guys. Like, yeah. Yeah. Who you needs are a young guy. More than him. My, who needs my, my con- more than Romeo? My conspiracy is yeah. less injury and more like, I just didn't like where this guy's head was at right now, you know, because we've been talking about like, is he taking it seriously or not? You wonder if it's yeah. kind of like. I like that conspiracy too, because it was just like, well, hey, you know well, what? What do you yeah, have? Well, I had a I had a place. And, 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 and before people say like fake news, you're making stuff up. I'm absolutely making this up. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm, I'm well, when you when you think about the quotes though, like I'm before, just the, evening news. before this thing started, it's he's like, I mean, news. I didn't just, have just... to. I want to, but uh, you know right. What I, mean? I don't like I, I don't like anything about it from from his press conference to everything that he's done and the attitude. It's like uh, Romeo, you got one fan in this town, buddy, and it's me <laughs> okay and that's not the fan you want and i'm trying i'm trying i'm not ready to turn on you he will, he will turn on you in a second romeo don't trust that shit <laughs> yeah i got not you only have one fan you don't want it to be john zan because you will have zero fans very quickly <laughs> Are you impressed yeah. by Hauser, John? Is the, did he do it for you today? Dude, I, I love so. shooting. You know that. Yeah, I hope. I so. gotta I give you. I gotta give you guys this quote because this is so good from his college coach last year, Tony yeah. Bennett. He goes, "I've had Tony the privilege to coach Clay Thompson and Joe Harris, Malcolm Brogdon, Kyle Guy. Um, you start going down that list, and it's like, whoa." I'm so proud of Sam. So he's putting them right up with these, <laughs> wow, with these right. names. With Clay Guy. Thompson, Joe Harris, Malcolm Brogdon, Kyle Guy in terms of shooters. 
Yeah. I just have this weird feeling that when 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 Brogdon was coming out, that was kind of his sentiment. When the other guys were coming out, he was kind of putting him in that category too. I I, I don't know. That that seems a little too. I don't know. Prepackaged. Yeah. Kind of like you know you, you kind of take whoever whoever is the current flavor that I'm losing off my team who's going to maybe be in yeah. the pros. I'm going to make him like that's he, he's just as good as those other guys I've coached. Uh, on a side note, good. a side note, the actual Tony Bennett, the the OG Tony Bennett, hit on my mom one time. That's <laughs> Wait, that. what? <laughs> wow. He did. Tell me, they were, they were you were hotel. there. They were Tell in a hotel. There. My mom told us they were in a hotel together. My dad went to get a drink, and Tony Bennett kind of snuck up there. He's like, "How That's you awesome. doing?" <laughs> wow. Tony Bennett could have been his dad. Which the interests are. How you doing? <laughs> you just say Tony Bennett could have been his dad. Yeah. Could have been. Works. Think might still you be. Smile. Now I need a I need a side by side of John and Tony Bennett. He might be. No, no, I think Tony. <laughs> now that's now that's accurate. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no you can't Bennett, sing. No. You can't sing. No, Tony Bennett sing. was pulling. He was pulling that move where as soon as as soon as the the guy goes to the bathroom, he he, he oh, swept yeah. in there, man. That's not the oh, he's move. He's Tony man. Bennett. Like that. Yeah. He doesn't even need a move. I guess know? he can get away like, with yeah, that. He, he can get away Everyone with that. That's true. Couple of things, just or he can just start singing. You guys start singing, so. No, I can't. You guys covered all of it, but I did want to double down the, you know, the Neesmith. Yes, hard on. We're hard on him game one because you wanted to see him dominate. And you guys said it earlier, you know, and he dominates games two and three. But it's just the what, what Sharada talked about, the handle, you know, like and I tweeted it like just go into the hole. Like he had those back to back plays where he took a guy off the dribble and then he had another one where he drives and then he kicks to whoever it was down low for the bucket like that stuff didn't happen last year and you, you know you can attribute so much of that to no no opportunity to practice that kind of stuff you're just thrown in against really fast really athletic nba players and you don't have time to like see it, you don't have time to go in your bag you can just kind of focus on the yeah. things that you know you know how to do and so he just never had a time to and it was rough too it still had you, you a lot of people i'm seeing compared to jalen I see that, mm -hmm. you know, Jalen's still figuring things out with his handle. Where can I get to? How can I do what I want to do? You're figuring out how this thing goes. But that's a that's a definite evolution uh, in his game we didn't see last year. And Pritchard coming on, looking like he just went back to his old gym to, you know, tool yeah, on his high school buddies. Like, that's the type of vibe. He's got right now. <laughs> Yo, Pritchard reminds me of the guy who he's a junior on varsity. He goes to the, the, the holiday tournament and yeah. just lights it up. Just, just lights, lights it up. up because or, or like the, because there's no seniors there. There's no seniors yeah. there, so he's going off. Yeah. Or the pro who goes to Rucker and he's just like, watch me shoot from 40, you know, like. Yeah, you know. for real. <laughs> this is, this is right. so encouraging on Neesmith, right. though, because the thing coming out of the draft with him is, all right, he's a spot-up shooter now. Oh, shit. Washington, Washington gets the two-point conversion. We could be they just win? overtime. What's the score? Oh, boy. 15 so all. Unnecessary overtimes this week. Why would uh, they go for two and force an overtime? Ugh. Is there the Washington freaking football execution? Yeah. <laughs> the football team. <laughs> that's that's crazy. the kind of these teams are grinding out here at summer league. Isn't there like an unwritten rule in forcing double overtime? Unwritten rule in preseason football to not go to overtime. Yeah, I just want to say real quick on Neesmith. Like there was a possibility yeah. with his length and his size and his physique. Really, like he looks even stronger than he did last year. And he came in looking pretty good in terms of muscle. Um, that he could be more than a shooter. 
And John mentioned that dish toward the end to Hauser, I think it was, in the lane, playing some point on that possession. His length on defense gives him some serious potential on that end. And the rebounding. Like, remember that month last year when he was just all over the offensive boards? And I went back to his He's still getting after it. He had some huge rebounding games at Vanderbilt, like 15 boards in certain games, mm-hmm. like as many as that much. So he's a guy who could average like six, seven, maybe even eight rebounds a game if he gets into a regular role on this team. Now, what we got to see ultimately with the theme that Udoka's undertaken is whether he's going to be in rotation defensively and locked in on that end and, you know, able to play well through the pick and roll and all this different stuff that you have to do on this level. Cause that's where he really struggled last year, right? It was like, knowing the defense coming in and keeping up with things like that. Neesmith? Yeah. He was getting in – they made a big deal about it in the last game. Uh, the, you know, the uh, you know the broadcasters – going to decide how much he plays. He, like he got, all this yeah. He's getting blown by a little bit here. He's coming out. He's taking weird angles. Um, you know, he's uh, – you know, and guys are taking him off the dribble. D- defensively, he's still – He's overplaying times when he doesn't need to, you know, like he's just he positionally, he's almost like he, he's kind of got Rob Williams, you know, year two vibes, you know, like just kind of like, what are you doing here? Just yeah. in terms of his positioning and just sometimes being a little over aggressive, he's got to kind of chill out a little bit on the defensive end. He's a little too all over the place there. Um, everybody, he is, he's like, today. Yeah, everybody we've talked about today still has to prove their worth defensively. Like, you really can't do yeah. that in summer league. And Romeo's the like only one, and that's why he played. Romeo's the only yeah. one. So that maybe that's why he's sitting on the bench. They're like, all right, we know you get the defense. That's all you really They need felt here. good about his D, but you're waiting to see some other evolution to his well, game. Something. Too. Please. Yeah. Please. Uh, uh, some of the viewers here are probably more more knowledgeable than we are, saying there's no overtime in preseason games, which would be great. Um, so I will tell you. <laughs> If that's I, knew it was, I knew it was an unwritten rule, but I didn't know it was a written rule. I didn't know that. But, yeah, that's good. Have you guys seen the sudden death overtimes here? Like, I yeah, yeah, was like excited by that. I asked, I asked that the Brooklyn Celtics game coach, was fire. I asked the, the Brooklyn game. coach about those after the game, and he was like, oh, cool. <laughs> we need to oh, make those God. the first overtime sudden death. Forget yes. about – Well, it that- is too – Overtime. It's two minutes, and then it's a sudden <laughs> death. But, oh, that was yeah, so fun. two minutes. Just go straight to sudden death. Go get, uh, yeah. Three-point contest. Yeah, exactly. Like that. Get your best contest. shooter at one end of the four, our best shooter at the other. Three-point shootout. Hauser versus whoever you got. Go. Exactly. Let's well, I posted, right. I posted right. best versus <clears throat> the best. I posted you know what? The, um, or go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I posted the video of that. Uh, I think it was Dallas and Utah, and the guy got fouled on the first play in the sudden death. He missed the first free throw because all you had to do was hit the free throw in the game. So he takes the second one, and, like, guys are getting on in his face from the other team to, like, try to like, distract him before the second one. And then, like, a little fight almost broke up, and, they, and then he hit the second one. That was the game. It was – I loved it. I mean, it's never going to be something that happens in a real game, but I like that they try fun things out here. And do you know you can foul ten times in these games? Yep. A guy yeah, in the Knicks yeah. last night had nine fouls. I was like, oh, geez, that's yeah. like the worst way you can prove yourself to fit in the league is nine fouls in a game, <laughs> in a 40-minute game. It's going for that and he's checking, in. he's checking back into the game. I was like, okay, yeah. all right. Did, did I do good, like, coach? Like, no, you did not do good. <laughs> and it's a 40-minute game, nine fouls. Sit down, son. You know. I'm, I'm still yeah, in the game. It's, well. it's a 40-minute game, and you fouled yeah. nine times. 
My God, I you damn near followed out twice. You damn near followed out twice. I said in the chat Not yesterday, someone's got to tell Neesmith that you can follow 10 times because he yeah. will use them. <laughs> well, no, my question Seriously. for you guys, though, Bobby and Shiraz, since you two were there, um, Payton Pritchard's distance, is this a legitimate thing that we could actually say is going to form into – you know, a, a legitimate threat for opposing teams. Like, I don't know how much of this, like, don't get me wrong. I love it. I love the fact that he's taking that chance. And I, I would love for him to add that into his game. But do you see, do you see it, you know, coming into next season that he's going to be able to lock that down and, and something that he's able to, that Southern's could rely on to, to knock a three, a three of that, like one or two, two shots like that? Again? He better. I mean, why the hell are you shooting it now if you're not going to shoot it in the games? Don't don't pull a Ben Simmons and do this stuff in, in practice and, and that you don't do in games. <laughs> oh, Did you man, see it? We, we, we got our one three-minute ben, ben Simmons shooting jumpers clip. We got, in the it. we got it. Him and Rondo, always get it. people. We always get it. You get it. He's still shooting lefty. He hits two or three of them, and everyone's like, ooh, it looks good. You but know? I will not be Charlie Brown by him. He will not try to drown me. I'm not yeah, buying. I'm not trying to. Right. You can't. You can't. He's, well, he's meanwhile, look at me. I'm going to shoot threes. No, I'm not, I'm not buying it. Meanwhile, Philly, Philly, Philly can't even get a hold of him, so I don't know if I'm buying it. Yeah. We'll the Pritchard we'll stuff is real, though. That stuff is real. You know, like. I agree. Okay. You know? I like that. It, I like that. But you, you, what the question is, can he do it? Yes. Does he have the sack to do it? Like, how much? How many? Yes. How if, if you're a bench Summer guy, is one thing. Right. if you're Summer a bench guy, how many 35 footers is your coach going to, going to allow? You 35, know? maybe not, but yeah. listen, this guy was, this guy wasn't scared to shoot last year. And now if yeah. he's, if he's, if he's confident that he can step back an extra three, four, five feet, well, we'll do it. I mean, if you give it to him, I think he has no issue taking it. Yeah. Hey, I don't know if he's going to shoot we'll from that. I don't know if he catch and shoot from that distance. And again, like I think we're oh. still going to see him in that role next year on the wing more than at the point guard spot. Cause like who's he gonna play over among Smart, Richardson, and Schroeder? That's a lot Ramondre of guys. Ramondre Stevenson, my boys, ninety-one yard touchdown. Yeah, but see, that's why, I'm, Bobby. Ooh. That's why I'm thinking he's trying to add that to his the game running back they drafted. Himself. He's a rookie, he right? Step, yeah. He wants to well, separate himself from the rest. You know? I just traded for. Yeah. Um, I just traded for Harris on the Patriots, so I need all the other Patriots running backs to not. I need Damian Ramondre Harris. Ramondre Stevenson just like ninety Damian. yards. Yeah. Let, let me say this because I know you guys got a boogie too, and I'm about to do the yeah, same. Yeah, let's wrap up real quick. Yeah, but uh, let me just give you guys a thing. Um, 30 minutes after the game ends, we're going up on Patriots Press Pass, our YouTube channel there, with the Patriots post game show. Uh, myself and Evan Lazar, uh, we were both down in Foxborough. He's still there. He's got to go uh, dig in and do some interviews. Hear from Mac. Hear from Cam. Amazing. And then he's gonna he's gonna jump on post game. We're gonna go for you know as long as whatever. But any of you guys, football fans, and you want some good analysis, obviously. Uh, you know, we were there. Evan uh, is there, you know, uh, charting the plays and and uh, and uh, keeping an eye on the game. He's like have Rain Man. He's amazing. <laughs> yeah, he really, really is. is like, though. he will yeah. do not debate football with him. He will just put you in a bucket. He's also, he's he's pretty freaking. And he'll look at you like you're a piece of shit. He'll be like, yo, why no, are you he's, he's, he's got a lot of conviction. Um, so. Yeah, exactly. Will, me, exactly, yeah. He believes it. He's got, he knows what he's talking about. So he knows. That's my guy. Again, That's my guy. And one of the great things getting to watch there, you do get to see a lot more. Obviously, the vantage point from the press box is great because you're seeing everything versus TV. So you do get to, okay, 
that guy was open. He missed a guy there, blah, 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 or whatever. And you do definitely right. see some of that stuff. So you get a good idea of what Mac was looking at there. And he mm -hmm. had a good game, I think, overall impressive. So we'll hear from Evan uh, and myself. I'm going to go uh, pretty pretty up a little bit. and Yeah, uh, please do. And <laughs> <laughs> and go there. I'll let you guys close it out. But, again, anybody wants to join right. us 30 minutes after the final whistle, which will be in a couple of minutes from Where now. Where can so they get little... the link? Where can they get the link? Uh, the link will be tweeted out on our Patriots uh, uh, Twitter account, Patriots CLNS. Make sure you follow there. Um, okay. If Absolutely. you guys are still on five minutes from now, I'll have Ahmed put it in the stream. All right, guys? I'm All out. Right. I appreciate you, John. Thank you. Thank All you, right, guys. guys. Thank you, everybody at home. See you guys. See you guys, uh, see you guys in a few minutes. All right. <laughs> Sounds good, John. Damn, John. Real quick. John's got, busy, John's got a, a busy-ass day. So, yeah, let's make this quick, guys. Let's go around real quick. Final thoughts. Uh, let's start with Sherrod and Bobby since you guys are out there, of course. I mean, Saturday night. I mean, before you guys jumped on, I said if they win this Saturday, I don't see why they don't get at least get into the championship round because, you know, they've been blowing teams out at least for the last couple of games here. So what's your final take here going into Saturday? I, I want to see Romeo. I want to see Romeo play. I, I, at this point, he, to me, will complete the trifecta of the guys that we came yeah. to see this summer to, right. frankly, show that they've made progress towards the upcoming regular season. He's the only one. Uh, he's the last one standing. So I want to see Romeo, and I want to see Romeo show. Now, I don't want him to just show up. I want to see him show out. I want to see him dunk on people. I want to see him play great defense. I want to feel at the end of the game that he has made a significant impact. And if that's the case, regardless of whether they win the next game or win the championship. That to me makes this a successful summer league for this team. That is not okay. the bathroom behind me. I can assure you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is not where I would plant out. Um, you you got? Sherrod, the, Romeo, the Romeo thing's huge. He's the last step to check off the list and show, all right, these guys have separated themselves from the pack here. I And going back to the championship thing, I know it sounds silly, but I do think that would be a good thing for this group to show that they could come together and just plow through this tournament and beat all these really good teams. They're going to have Philadelphia, who's a solid summer league team, coming up on Saturday as well. Uh, and then you, you'll get feasibly another really good team in the championship because then you go right to the championship after that. So I think they can do it. I think you have enough firepower here. They have really blown teams out uh, just in terms of how they've won over these three games. And there's enough like NBA players on this team between Fernando, Pritchard, Langford, and uh, Neesmith that they're going to be capable of doing it. But if physically any of these guys can't hold up, I understand sitting some of them out down the stretch here and being more on the cautious side. It's not that important to win a championship. But there's some depth on this team, too, now that you see how Hauser's playing. We didn't even talk yeah. about Brent, who looked by far the best he has with the Celtics so far. Probably passed Yam in terms of overall production through the summer league right now. So they got a nice array of players here. We'll see how it translates. But all you ask is that they separate themselves a little bit at this level, and really the whole team has. Except for Langford, so we'll see where he goes. Yeah, yeah I'm with you sure. guys. I'm with you guys. I don't have anything really extra to say. I, I would just be repeating it. Um, you know, I want to see a little bit more out of Langford, and I'm happy to see what I've seen out of Neesmith and Pritchard. If they can continue that and win, you know, win the next two, um, great. I think it would be it would be nice. I agree with Bobby. It would be nice for them to sort of pull out a little championship here because um, it just puts a little taste in your mouth. You know, there's nothing wrong yeah. with that going into the uh, training camp. So. That'd be great. And, um, you know, either, either way, uh, I've been pretty happy with what I've seen over the last two games. So um, the rest is kind of like almost like gravy, I guess you could say. You know, the final thing I'm going to say, guys, is that I feel like the past week, like 
I've almost done a 180 with this team. And not in the sense of, like, I was giving the up summer on them. Team. But the summer – well, not – no, I mean, the you know what? I'm going to say the Celtics culture altogether, right? You know, and, and what I mean by 180, I wasn't like – it's not that, like, I didn't expect anything from this team. I just didn't know what to expect. And now I feel like seeing Jason I'm Tatum out there – Seeing Jalen Brown out there, seeing Schroeder added to the roster, obviously Brad Stevens' moves have a lot to do with this. I just feel like we're starting to see at least the beginning stages of maybe a team finding its identity. And I know it might be – yeah, I mean, it might be just me jumping the gun here, but, like, I just feel like it's starting to trickle down because just because those two guys are in Vegas, you know, I, I think Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum being there has a lot to do with that. And I think that it sends, a, it sends the right message that, like, hey, we're all on the same page here. We're all, you know, striving for the same thing here. I mean, obviously, for the guys participating in Summer League, it's much different, to, you know, compared to guys like Tatum and Brown. But I feel like them being there makes other guys like that feel like, okay, well, you know, if I can join on with these guys, if I can click on and, and, and become a, a fixture to this rotation, then these guys are going to have my support. You know what I mean? They're going to support me every step of the way. And, and I think that that's a, that's a big thing for this team because given what happened last year and given that we're seeing Kemba Walker traded and you know I just think Tatum and Brown being there it really does send the right message for this team and for this organization and that's it that's all I got nice way to end it Josue that's a good way yeah to that's right <laughs> a good week it's not a good week for certain no, no I agree, you know, with, you. I agree I, with everything you said man I, I think you know, oh, I know but on. I mean we'll see where it goes yeah. but it's a good it's put it this way it's a good start it's a good start right I so, feel like as I'm saying, you know, as I was saying that, I was like, "What are they going to respond to?" And I was like, "Okay, cool, agreed." But I just want to get that out. Thanks, Joe Sway. No, I mean, hey, they're all singing, playing. They're all singing "Kumbaya" right now. That's great. They're all having Yo, a great time. Three weeks ago, but, I but it'll be a different story this. when that five-game losing streak comes in. Then what they're yeah, going right. to be saying? Yeah, right. I right. would. I would have never. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But hey, food for thought. So that's it. I'm out. I'm up out of here. Everyone, thank right, you guys. for joining, of course. Jimmy Toscano, Aisha Blakely, Bobby Manning, John Zanis, getting ready for a whole nother show, of course. Patriots fans, yep. stay tuned. Playing more coverage coming up. But that's going to do it for us, man. Until next time, of course, this weekend, I'm up out of here. I'm Joseph Pavone. That's going to do it for us. Garden Report.